Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Samantha Mahoney sharing a thought with you today about seeing in the spirit realm. One of the most asked questions is, how do I see in the spirit? People want to know, as a mature son, this is part of my process, I'm supposed to be seeing in the spirit. Well, if you look at my husband's process, Grant and mine, they are very, very different. Grant was born with the ability to see in the spirit realm. He remembers from a very early age seeing different things in that in the spirit realm. He remembers having angelic encounters, um, beings that would come and visit him, cloud of witnesses that surround his life that he's always just been able to interact with. If he was to see a cloud of witness come to come to him for any reason, he would immediately know who they are. And this is his process. This is his gifting and his ability. And he's, if I can just say, born with it. But then there's my process, which is totally, totally different. Uh, Many people have asked me if there was an event that happened in my life that opened my spiritual eyes to seeing. You know, I remember being in church and being taught the message that your imagination is no good. It's evil. And if you're seeing in the realm of the spirit and you say, this is what I've seen, you better be very sure that that is what you've seen in the spirit realm and it's not your imagination. And so because of all that pressure, I would see things and I would go, is this God? Isn't it? Is it my imagination? Oh my gosh, I don't know how to taste this. I don't know what this even looks like. So you know what I did? I shut it down completely. It felt like I had lost the ability to see. I would say my hearing was pretty sharp and feeling different things in the spirit realm, that was very finely attuned. But as to seeing, that wasn't there. But I've had to redevelop it over the years and you can do it. Okay, And I'm going to give you some exercises today that I hope you'll join me in it and you will see that you actually are seeing in the spirit realm. But seeing always starts in our imaginations. God gave us the imagination. It's part of our soul realm. It, it is part of what he's gifted us with and we're supposed to use our imagination. Now I just want to say Because of the different things that come into us through what we see, we watch on TV, we allow it to come through our eye gateways, things that we allow to come through our hearing gateway, through our taste gateway, through our touch gateway, all of these gateways in the body. Ian Clayton has done teachings on um, the, the, the gateways of the threefold nature of man. All of these lead into each other. So I'll give you an example how that works. If I, for instance, watch rubbish on TV that I shouldn't have, of a sexual nature, of a violent nature, of whatever kind of thing that we shouldn't actually be looking at. Your imagination begins to get affected. Now, your imagination is in your soul realm. It's in your. It's one of your soul gateways. And therefore, it could affect your revelation gateway. A revelation gateway sits within the spirit. So let me just tell you where these bodies, where these gateways are, and so that you can see how one affects the others. So the gateways in your body are your five senses, seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, feeling. Your soul gateways, it's got to do with your conscious, your conscious mind, your reasoning, um, your emotions, your choice, your will, your imagination. So now, as I say, if you taint what comes in, if you let um, your, your eye gateway in your body become defiled, 
then your imagination, which sits in your soul, is going to become contaminated. And you're going to start thinking about certain things that are actually not according to life and according to truth. Then you have your spirit. Now your spirit also has different gateways. It has the gateway of reverence. And this is all connected to our worship of God, okay? We've got the faith gateway. We've got our hope gateway in our spirit being. We've got worship. We've got revelation. We've got intuition. We've got the fear of God. We've got prayer. Now, so we've let something come in through our eye gateway. It's affecting your imagination. Then what it does is it contaminates your revelation gateway. And you will say that you are seeing things in the realm of the spirit that might be perverted or it might be tainted based on what's going on in your imagination. I hope that this is making sense. But then you will say, oh, I've seen this in heaven or um, this amazing being presented itself to me. But meanwhile, that's not even of God. That's your imagination that's defiled. That's that's totally messed up your, your revelation gateway. Um, your reverence gateway. And so we have to go through the process of dealing with our junk in order to clean those gateways up. Okay, so it's, it's a process all of us have to go to and it's a very worthwhile process. It's probably step one to seeing in the realm of the spirit. You want to get all of those gateways, wherever they contaminated, wherever they um, are messed up with junk that we've allowed through our various gateways and that we have fed. Yes, those we need to cleanse and we need to work on it. So we've spoken in previous podcasts about testing absolutely everything. People have said to me, Sam, you know, I'm so scared of seeing in the realm of the spirit because I don't know if what I'm seeing is of God or not. So here's a very easy way that you begin, you can begin to um, test those different things. The fire of God. Okay, so let's just say I see something that um, I think is from God, but I'm not 100% sure. I would say, Father, I ask that you would test what I'm seeing in the spirit realm with the fire of God. Now, let me tell you, one of two things will happen to that vision that you have seen, that you think is of God, but that you're testing. Number one is it will completely disappear and you'll think about it and you'll go, actually, no, I don't think that that was of the Lord. Because whatever is wood, hay or stubble will be burned in the fire. It cannot withstand the fire of God. But anything that is gold is going to be refined in the fire. So if that thing that you think you're seeing is of God and you ask him, test it with fire. When you come back to check on it, you'll go, actually, no, that feels pretty right to me. That feels good. I believe that that is of God. We've got all sorts of things that stimulate our imagination. We've got to learn how to separate those things from our spiritual encounters. You know, I remember growing up, um, we had to go outside and play. There was no gaming and whatever it is kids do today. We were outside. If it was raining and you were allowed to come inside the house, then you don't sit in front of the TV and you you don't do um, you don't do stuff that just takes you out of reality. You read. You read a book or you play a game. There's interaction of some kind. This is totally different in our days, which is why we constantly have to take our thoughts captive to the mind of Christ. Now, one of the books that I used to love reading, and I've always loved reading, it was called The, the Faraway Tree. And there was different adventures that would go on in this faraway tree. It was about a family with three children who move out into the country. They go out to explore um, their surroundings. Enid Blyton wrote this book. 
<coughs> and they go out to explore their surroundings and they come across this tree. They climb the tree and they started to they start to notice little characters that live in the tree. One is Dame Washalot. So when you're climbing the tree, you would hear the swooshing sound coming down the tree. And you knew, watch out, because you're about to get wet. Dame Washalot is washing her washing. Then right at the top of the tree, there was a door in the tree. And there was a character called Moonface that used to live there. And Moonface, because his face was round and bright like the moon. And he had a, a boy's body, but this head like the moon. Right at the top of the tree was um, a magic faraway land. So you would have to go through a cloud in the tree and there would always be different lands at the top. But you had to make sure you got out of that land in good time because if it spun around and you were still in there, you were gone forever. Okay, so these were the, the different things that would develop your imagination. And your imagination, again, is good. But playing outside... I used to get into all sorts of trouble doing that. One of the things that I had done was I had trimmed all the flowers in my dad's garden, i.e. I had cut the heads off of those things. I had dealt with the petals because I was playing hairdresser. And so I would take scissors out there and my, my I don't know what the, the flowers are called, but it had a very long stem and all these, these, I don't even know what they are, tendrils that would just come out of the top of this thing and that's what I would trim until there was nothing left of my dad's flowers in his garden. One of the other things that I used to do is I used to like to go into my dad's workshop and one day when I was out in the garden I found the devil's house. Okay, And so I went into my dad's workshop and I grabbed his hammer and I grabbed a long pole and I took that pole and I shoved it into that hole that was in the garden and I kept pounding with that hammer on that pole until I thought that the devil was dead. Okay, imagination, beginning to develop the imagination. Okay, but it's frustrating when the same... Uh, thing doesn't happen in the realm of the spirit. You know, when you, when you can't engage um, your imagination into the realm of the spirit, that's where it starts. You start to think about certain things. And I'm going to about to do an exercise with you that is going to prove this point perfectly for you. But what you hear and what you read can begin to open up your imagination. And when that's in a pure way and all of the images in your imagination are dealt with, it pushes you through the doorway of revelation in your spirit realm to begin to see in the spirit. So now I'm going to do an example with you to show you that you do see. If the word is a doorway, everything in the word could lead you into an encounter, into a revelation in the realm of the spirit. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pick one thing today to show you how this works. There are four encounters that I could refer to and I might take this into the next podcast too. But those encounters were um, through Daniel, Ezekiel, Isaiah and John. And it's all of their experiences at the throne. So what I did the one time when I was trying to practice this, because you have to practice it, you have to develop it. What I want you to do as I begin to read this is I want you to think about what you are hearing and I want you to put picture to the words. 
What I did when I first began to read this is I took a pen and paper and I drew what was in my imagination. Okay, I'll be honest with you, it wasn't the best drawing you've ever seen because I am no artist by any stretch of the imagination. But this was, I brought it out of my imagination and I made it tangible. Okay, so I'll read to you from Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 4. And this is Isaiah's um, interpretation of the throne and what he saw there. I want you to get your own revelation and your own picture as I began to read it. Start to imagine what it looked like, sounded like, felt like as I read to you scripture. So it says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. Can you picture what that throne looks like? What color is it? Where exactly is it? Can you see anything in the surroundings? It says he was high and lifted up. Okay, so what does that mean to you? It says the train of his robe filled the temple. We, we know what a wedding dress uh, train looks like. What does the Lord's train of his robe look like? And how big is it that it fills the temple? What is in the temple? Just take a minute and think about it. Let your imagination begin to take you there. Verse 2 says, Above it, above the throne, stood seraphim. Have you ever wondered what a seraphim looks like? If you look at the Hebrew word of the, um, the meaning of the word seraphim, it means a fiery serpent. It means a fiery dragon. Can this actually be in, king, in the kingdom? Well, let me just remind you that there is an original and there is a counterfeit of different things, okay? But when you look at that word seraphim, there's obviously fire there and it, it's something to do with um, with a, a dragon-looking like creature, okay? And I'm not talking about the stuff that we kill and we take all of its stuff, okay? I'm talking about something that is in the realm of the kingdom. Just take a minute. What does the seraphim look like? He goes on to explain it. Each one, each of these seraphim that he's seeing had six wings. What do the wings look like? In your imagination. With two of those wings, the seraphim covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. Okay, you're starting to get a picture of something that is in the realm of the kingdom, these beings, we see the king on the throne, the Lord on the throne, high and lifted up, okay, we see these seraphim, they've got six wings, okay, they cover their face, they cover their feet, and they fly, verse 3 says, and listen to this, and see if you can feel it, see if you can engage with it, one cried to another, and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. From your position there right now, stop and have a look. Turn your attention to the earth. What does it being full of his glory look like to you? Verse 4 says, And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So just at the sound of these beings' voices, 
there's shaking going on. Okay, and the house, which house we were in the temple right now, that you know the robe, his robe fills the temple. The house was filled with smoke. What does the smoke look like? Is it colored? Is it thick? Is it wispy? What does that smoke look like? I want to tell you, you've taken your first step to seeing in the realm of the spirit and you have used the word of God as that gateway, that doorway to begin to step into imagination and then through to revelation. So sit with that right now. We'll go into this in more detail in our next podcast, but well done. Take some time to just chew that over, to meditate on it and see what happens. Hope you have a blessed day today.